0: With Conair Girlbomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework.
1: The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. One of the best ways to hear about a podcast is through a friend. That's why this week we're trying something new. We created a link that makes it easy to share the show with your group thread, your friend via Twitter DM, and all the places where recommendations happen. For every five people you share Encyclopedia Womanica with who download the podcast, we'll send you $5 as a thank you. Follow the link in the show notes and help us spread the word. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica, Today's politician was a visionary political leader, pioneer, and activist who took the world by storm when she became the first woman to serve as Prime Minister of Israel. Please welcome Golda Meir. Golda Mabovich was born on May 3, 1898 in Kiev, Ukraine, which was still a part of Russia at the time. Her father, Moshe, worked as a skilled carpenter, while her mother raised the couple's three daughters. They lived surrounded by their large and observant extended Jewish family. Golda's early years were filled with terror as the family was constantly under threat from abject poverty and violent pogroms. In 1903, Moshe was able to get a visa to move to the United States, and three years later, the rest of the family joined him. They settled in a poor Jewish section of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. When Golda was 14, she graduated as valedictorian of her class from the local primary school. She was excited to start high school, but her parents wanted her to focus on looking for a husband instead. They didn't see the value in Golda continuing her education. In defiance of their wishes, Golda enrolled in the local high school and took an afternoon job to pay her expenses. The following year, Golda ran away from home to go live with her older sister and brother-in-law in Denver, Colorado. There, she attended high school and socialized with her sister's friends, many of whom were politically radical anarchists, or labor Zionists. The debates she sat in on during this period helped define Golda's political philosophy. She also met a young man in Denver named Morris Meyerson, with whom she fell in love. After a year in Denver with her sister, Golda's parents apologized to Golda, and she returned home to Milwaukee, where she finished high school in 1916. The following year, she enrolled at the Milwaukee Normal School, a teacher's college, to earn her teacher's degree. In her free time, she taught reading, writing, and history at a Yiddish school in Milwaukee and preached the values of labor Zionism on street corners, much to her parents' chagrin. In 1917, Britain issued the Balfour Declaration, calling for the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. That Christmas Eve, Golda married Morris Meyerson on the condition that they would move to Palestine and live on a kibbutz. Morris was not an ardent Zionist like Golda, but he was in love, so he agreed to the terms. In 1921, the two moved to Kibbutz Merchavia, which was located in an area of Palestine rife with swamps and malaria. Golda proved her worth as a model member of the kibbutz. She became an expert in animal husbandry, and was eventually chosen as the kibbutz's representative to the National Trade Union organization, known as the Histadrut. At the same time, Morris was struggling after coming down with malaria and feeling like he didn't really have a place on the kibbutz. He adamantly refused to have children with Golda unless she agreed to raise them in a traditional family setting. In 1923, Golda and Morris left the kibbutz and moved to Jerusalem, where Morris got a job as a bookkeeper for the Histadrut. In 1924, Golda gave birth to a son, Menachem, and in 1926, she gave birth to a daughter, Sara. The family lived on the verge of poverty during this period. Golda made a deal with her son's preschool that she would wash laundry by hand in exchange for free tuition. In 1928, Golda ran into an old friend, who offered her the job of secretary at the Heasted Roots Women Workers Council. Golda knew that Morris wouldn't approve of her taking the job, but she accepted anyway. She packed up her kids and moved to Tel Aviv, effectively ending her marriage, though she and Morris never officially divorced. Golda thrived in her new role and quickly moved up the Heasted Roots ranks. In 1934, she was named to the executive committee, and two years after that, she became head of the political department, During World War II, Golda took on additional responsibilities, including a major role at the Jewish Agency, which was the primary Jewish governmental authority in British-controlled Palestine. She later served as acting head of the Jewish Agency and was its spokesperson during negotiations with the British. After the State of Israel was established in 1948, war immediately broke out between Israel and its Arab neighbors. Golda was sent to the United States to try to raise $25 million from the American Jewish community to help equip Israel's new army. She raised $50 million. She also traveled to Transjordan disguised as a Bedouin woman for a secret meeting with Jordan's King Abdullah to try to convince him not to join the war. Towards the end of 1948, Golda was appointed ambassador to the USSR. Following Israel's victory over its neighbors, Golda was elected to the Israeli parliament, called the Knesset, in 1949. She was then named Minister of Labor by Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion, a title she retained for seven years. This was a huge job. She was in charge of finding employment for the almost 700,000 immigrants who moved to Israel between 1948 and 1951 in the aftermath of the Holocaust. In 1956, Ben-Gurion promoted Golda to the position of foreign minister, the second highest position in the government. As part of the appointment, Ben-Gurion insisted that Golda adopt a more Hebrew-sounding last name, which was not uncommon in Israel at the time. Thus, Golda Meyerson became Golda Meir. Golda was the only woman in the world serving as foreign minister at the time, and she shocked and delighted world leaders and the press with her disdain for formalities. She was known to fly coach, to wash her own underwear in hotel bathrooms, and to host foreign dignitaries in her home kitchen while she baked. After 10 years as foreign minister, Golda decided to retire in 1966. At 68 years old, she had dreams of living a slower life and spending more time with her grandchildren. She had also been diagnosed with lymphoma a year earlier and was receiving secret treatments. But Golda just wasn't cut out for the quiet life. In 1967, she was talked into becoming the secretary of the newly unified Labor Party. Then, in 1969, Prime Minister Levi Eshkol died of a heart attack while in office. In order to avoid what many thought would be a major power struggle between two of the leading government ministers for the prime minister's seat, Golda agreed to take over the job herself. Golda served as the Prime Minister of Israel for four years. She likely would have served much longer if not for the 1973 Yom Kippur War, when Israel was surprise attacked by Egypt and Syria. Though Israel eventually won, more than 2,700 Israeli lives were lost in the fighting, which was felt particularly hard in such a small country. In the direct aftermath, the Israeli public turned against Golda and blamed her for the loss of life, even though she'd actually been the one who wanted to call up the army reserves in the buildup to the war. She had been talked out of it by her military advisors, who didn't think there was a threat. Golda stepped down from the office of prime minister on June 4, 1974, after being unable to form a government. Nevertheless, in the years that followed, the public forgave Golda, and she morphed into an elder stateswoman and beloved public figure. Golda died on December 8, 1978, in Jerusalem, from lymphoma. She was 80 years old. As one of the most beloved figures in Israel, she was given the honor of being buried on Mount Herzl. To this day, Golda is well-remembered as a political pioneer, a national leader, and a role model for women striving to make their mark on the world. All month, we're talking about politicians. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica and follow me directly on Twitter, at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for women. From the ultimate bomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring.